0: Thank you so much for tuning in today to Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. I'm going to say, let's just go for it, Karen. We're going to jump right in. Today <laughs> is not scripted. I've got my my guest. She's a special guest, but I, I think you're now like a friend and a regular on Good Morning Ladies. Yes. What do you think? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who don't know you, would you please introduce yourself and just say Good Morning, fellas, ladies.
1: Absolutely. Well, good morning, ladies. And Candy, thank you so much for having me back. Um, Again, my name is Karen, Karen Millsap. A lot of people know me as the grief consultant because I'm on a mission to make grief less awkward. (laughs) And I do that by helping grievers and their circle just learn how to heal in a healthy way.
0: I love it, and we have such a special treat for everyone who's tuned in today. This is not by accident. This is completely on purpose, and I believe that this conversation, Karen, is going to be such a healing conversation for everyone that's listening. Um, I would encourage all the ladies to do what I did, which is sign up. So I'm not going to give it all away. I'll leave that to you. We're going to talk about this amazing healing program that you have, and so I'm going to open up in prayer because I believe that ladies are tuning in. And if they're sharing this with their guy friends, gentlemen, you are tuning in too. And so we want to invite God to just take control. Father, I thank you for this time. We thank you for Karen. I thank you for all the listeners and for everyone who takes time out of their day just to pause and hear a word of encouragement. God, let what we say be what your heart's desire is for your people to hear, for healing to take place in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So... uh You know, this is unscripted, and I'm so happy that I can do this with friends, with people that I call friends. I consider you my friend, and I'm just so happy that God introduced us. I'm excited for all the things that I see that He's doing in your life, and we're probably coming off the end of lunch, so I'm going to not smack (laughs) on this podcast, (laughs) but um, I may have to take some sips of water. Uh, But, you know, this is just us wanting to be real with all the listeners, us wanting to have a heart that is a heart of encouragement. And so you all have come to a safe place. You tuned in at the right time. The new series. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And then I'm going to toss the ball to you, Karen. We are doing a new series called The Ultimate Guide to Loving You. It starts today, February 14th. I know I'm dating this podcast, but that's okay, because it's about love. And we want to talk about love in a lot of ways We talk about love being outward, what we can do for someone, what we can show someone, how we can interact with people in relationships. And I believe that it's God's purpose that we first understand our loving relationship with Him, but then our loving relationship with ourselves and that process of healing. So, Karen, would you please tell us about Heal Forward and I'm just going to let you take the floor and then we'll kind of just go back and forth because I've got some questions for you that I think you can uh, answer for our listeners.
1: Sure, sure. Well, Heal Forward is a new program that I just launched. And it's a six-week program, but it's really low maintenance. It's not, you know, you have to be, um, attend a webinar every Wednesday or you have to do this or do that. You know, it really is low maintenance for a reason. It's because As you're talking about self-love, as we're healing, we have to take responsibility for our journey. And so what I just do over six weeks is offer some of the advice, the tips, the resources, even books that helped me get through the most traumatic time of my life. And I put that all together. It ended up being six weeks, which is great. <laughs> so I think that's long enough for people to um, at least start to implement some of these habits that can transform their life. But I wanted to, a lot of times people will call me and they'll ask me, you know, uh, something that they're either going through or something that maybe somebody close to them is going through. How can they help? Or what can they do? You know, or how do, how do I get through this? And it's not always you know, their grief tied to a death, it could be anything. And so it could be, you know, divorce or finding out you have cancer or a loved one has cancer or really, again, a variety of uh, changes or losses. So as I was getting all of these questions, I was giving them advice from just what worked for me, what I've heard has worked for others who are close to me, And then I realized, well, wait a minute, it would be so much easier if this was accessible (laughs) in one place. Right. So I started to pull it together. And really what this program focuses on is how do you navigate a hardship while focusing on your total well-being? A lot of self-care tips, a lot of mindfulness, um, a lot of self-love, and all of that is just helping us to learn how to... Um, really manage our grief in a healthy way because we're always we're always going to go through something, right? We're going to have ups and downs and feel grief for certain, for um, significant losses. So so yeah, I just wanted to to give this to the world.
0: Well, I wanted to be the first to sign up. I don't know if I was the first to sign up, but <laughs> I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna rush home and I'm gonna sign up. I think it's so important that we support each other in in this and not only in Christian world, but as women, and we have friends uh, that are women that are non-believers or they have another um, belief, but, you know, us lifting each other up and jumping on board when we've got something going on, it's so critical, and that is Mm -hmm. actually also part of loving ourselves, that we reach out and that we Mm -hmm. show that love and support, that brings so much healing to our own lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to start with this first question, and I know we didn't go through questions, Mm but this is an open conversation, so we can kind of go back and forth, but how do you really de- define self-love? I guess it's a two-part question. What is, what does healing look like, first of all, and how do we know when we're really operating in self-love to begin with?
1: So what is self-love this is the first, these are three-part questions. I'm going to have you repeat those along the way. So,
0: <laughs> Sure, no problem.
1: The first one is what is self-love? I think that, um, for me, at, at my at my darkest time, and I say darkest time, but it, you know, it definitely was when my husband died. But it was the ripple effect of other things that really made it feel like you know it was just complete clouds, no blue sky to be seen anywhere. And so, for me, self love at that time was just knowing that I was doing the best that I could to take care of myself because I knew that was the only way I could take care of my son. And so. Although it bounced off me, you know, into uh, taking care of him, it really helped me to focus in on, well, what am I feeding myself, not just physically, but mentally, you know, what am I holding on to? Is it loving? Is it nurturing? Or is it negative? And is it um, bitter? And just kind of being self-aware, I think, is really where you have to start in order for you to start that journey of self-love. That's the first part. The next question you said was, what does healing really look like?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's ongoing. <laughs> it's. Um, mm-hmm. I, heard, I heard this quote one time, and it was actually talking about entrepreneurship, but I'm going to say that this is applicable to healing. It's not a final destination. It's not a wall. If you think of it as an object, it's not a wall that you are, you know, headed towards. It's a staircase, and you're constantly just going up it. And you're, you're just. It's a constant thing. It's a journey. Um, I think if it if it could look like something, it would look like anytime some sort of negative energy or bad vibe or bad news, you know, comes into your sphere how do you handle that? And the way that you handle that will show if you've actually healed or not.
0: That is so so great.
1: Yeah, that's what I think healing. And that's kind of how I measure myself, you know, because, again, we can all go through something really big and traumatic, or we can just go through a whole bunch of little things that suck, (laughs) you know, where you're just like, man, I have had Mm -hmm. enough. But either way, you know, the way that you – I guess build your resilience. Um, It also goes hand in hand on if you're taking care of yourself and actually finding that healing because you'll know it from how you're handling things. Um, And then what was the last part of that question, Candy?
0: It was really that. It was what does it look like to be walking in self love? Like if I think that, you know, going to get my hair done and going for a spa day or, you know, going to do something that I enjoy doing, if I feel like that is self-love, have I really discovered what that is or is it a little deeper than that?
1: Well, I think that self-love kind of has two parts. Um, One of them feels good and the other one doesn't. So the one that feels good is that you're happy, you know, whatever that looks like for you. You're happy in your job. You're happy um, being a parent. And it doesn't mean that you're happy all the time, but you are, um, happy overall with, you know, what's going on in your life. But the other part is that of self-love is that you, you detach yourself from things that are not helpful, things that destroy mm-hmm. you, things that are not. And that's the part that's really uncomfortable. You know, it's about setting healthy boundaries when you know that people who are close to you don't have your best interests at heart. Or as I heard the other day, they're not fanning your fire. You know, if you don't have people who are uplifting you, then part of self-love is is detaching yourself from those things or those people. You know, it could also be habits, actually. Detaching yourself from destructive habits, that's, that's absolutely a form of self-love. So I think it looks like a lot of different things. But if you're looking at kind of two separate spectrums, it would be that first one is, you know, am I – am I happy? And I'll tell you this, I'll have a a little vulnerable moment. (laughs) So on a a day-to-day basis, I miss my husband, but I still have really good days. You know, I have days where I am proud of my son. And in the same second, I miss my husband. (laughs) You know, I'm happy that he had this accomplishment, but in the same moment, I wish my husband was there to see it. And so it's this constant back and forth that people don't really talk about because then they think we're crazy in our heads, but when you go through a significant change or when you're in the midst of, of, of uh, an emotional roller coaster, um, sometimes you feel off balance, but really that is healthy. If you're able to see your emotions for what they are and not be ruled by them, that's also self-love, you know, because you're you're allowing yourself to respond to situations instead of being controlled by them. Um, and it, it take, so I think that it takes a lot of different forms depending on the person and where you are in your in your journey.
0: That is so good that we are always, I feel, at war with ourselves. We have, yes. you know. Uh, dual emotions or multiple emotions that can all be happening at at the same time. One thing that I find interesting on this whole self-love discovery that I'm on personally is that we are quicker to condemn ourselves, to wallow in guilt and um, resentment of things, uh, resentment of ourselves, things that we did, choices that we made. And we're quicker to do that and be harder on ourselves and beat ourselves up versus in versus walking in love towards ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's it's Mm -hmm. easy for us to do that towards others sometimes. You know, Mm -hmm. someone wronged us or, you know, we just had uh, something happen and then we can turn around and forgive and mend that relationship. But a lot of us have not mended the relationship with ourselves.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like we can forgive. We we're taught so much to forgive others and show grace to others, and not taught it as much to do that for ourselves.
0: Absolutely, and I, so I don't know. You know that I feel like this journey towards healing is undoing that, undoing wrong thinking, undoing wrong thought patterns, and mm-hmm. replacing it really with with God's love, with His words, with His thoughts. And so I wanted to read this scripture briefly. And I, I would like for you to talk a little bit about how people can get involved, how they can take HEAL forward and help, let allow it to transform their lives. Those of us who are walking in grief or those of us who are walking in just hurt and years of heartache, how we can use your program to be free and be healed and be whole. That's the goal of, of this whole series is that people can walk in wholeness. And so, you know, there's a foundation to all of this, I believe, and that is what is love. And the way that we're taught what love is in the world is completely different than what God's love is. And I want to read this briefly. It's from First John chapter 4, and I'm going to start in verse 7. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. He is the definition, which is just so powerful. I'm like, he is. Oh, my gosh. You can't get any, you know, bigger and more amazing than that. God is love. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is how God showed his love among us. He mm-hmm. sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son atone for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loves us, he loves you for every listener. I want you to hear that. God so loves you, regardless of what your past looks like, regardless of what mistakes you've made, regardless of what has happened in your life. He loves you. And so it says we also should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, then God lives in us and his love has made us complete. That's like one of the most beautiful passages, I think, in the whole Bible.
1: I love that. I love it so much.
0: Oh, I was just closing my eyes, listening, like you were reading to me, like a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just this was just a love story to us. And I, and I, you know, I, the older I've gotten and as I'm walking with the Lord and reading the word and realizing that um, at one point in my life, I had, a religion. I really did. It was religious. It was what I mm-hmm. could do, what I didn't do, what I did do right, what I didn't do right. And I was yep. always on this, this hamster wheel, never ending, because you can never do enough right to be right.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: It's about his love. So I don't know if you had something to share from that, because we can move on to talk about healing forward, but I just think that's so profound that well, he I loved love us you even before that. we knew him.
1: Yeah. And I love that you say that it was a religion to you before because it was just kind of cookie cutter, right? You do this, you do that, you give this, you give that. And, and it's not like that. It really is a relationship. And that was the changing point for me also, because after mm. my husband died, I didn't go to church for over a year. And, you know, that's one of the do's and don'ts that you do as far as religion is concerned Is you do go to church. And it was during that time that I wasn't in church that I got closer to God than I've ever been before. And it was because we built a relationship. We, I just talked to him. I said, listen, okay, if my husband's not here, then guess what? I'm going to be talking to you a lot, and I need to hear back. <laughs> I just talked mm-hmm. to him so real, just so real. And, and that was how I really, really, really came to get this this foundation of faith that I have. Um, that applies to not only my journey as a widow, but my journey as an entrepreneur. Um, Mm. You know, I just completely submit everything with faith. And that's because I've felt that certainty and that love and that unconditional love. And you know what, Candy, I feel like in today's world, that's kind of why love is so diluted, because God is also diluted. And so what we are, what we're feeling is this disconnect because that's how I found what real love meant was through my relationship with God, and mm. it was actually a time when I was looking at my son, and it, and um it was maybe maybe four months, four or five months after Richard died, Caleb was sleeping in bed with me, and I just looked at him and I thought I would do anything for you. I love you so much, and it was just this. Overflow of unconditional love that felt like it was pouring out, you know, my eyes in the form of tears and the words that I was just speaking over him. Like it was just this surreal experience. And in that exact same moment, I felt God say, and this is how much I love you. And Ugh. that's when it changed for me. That's when I realized if I. Think, this is why even this demonstration of, of being a parent and having children is for you. It's an example for you to understand, for you to get a glimpse of how much God loves us. Because if you think about how much you love your children, no matter what they do, even if they're not good, and you know we can't even compare. If you have more than one child, you can't even compare them because you love them all. The like, well, why would God God love us? Like, no, I've done this, I've done that. No, he loved us the same way we love our children. And I think that's why we're so blessed to have them, because it's an example for him to just show us, for us to have a glimpse of how much he loves us.
0: Ugh, so oh, many tears over here. I'm like, wait, I got to be able to talk through this <laughs> But it's
1: true, and that was good with so me. And I didn't get that just going to church. And now, I and you know, I I go to a wonderful church. I love my church real life, and and I also listen online and hear from different pastors. And I definitely feel that you know, church and and pastors who are blessed and and ordained, you know, they can help to confirm really what God is trying to just tell you. Like, I feel like it really is about a personal relationship, and that's where it all starts. Because once you get that, it just transforms your life. It totally transforms
0: your life. It totally does, and I think that's actually the perfect segue. You know, I read that scripture because we really can't love ourselves until we allow God's love to flow in us. And that that's going to require us taking off the thoughts of unforgiveness towards ourselves feeling like a victim, feeling stuck Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what, God, I'm going to, I'm going to let all that go for just a moment. And I'm going to allow your love to flow over me. And for the people that are listening right now, I just believe that this is such a conversation of healing and it's, yes, we need to forgive ourselves. If you don't forgive yourself, then you're not going to, you're not going to be able to open up your heart to allow God's love to flow through you. And then you really can't walk in love. And so heal forward I know that the listeners are going to want to know how to get involved, where to find you, um, what can they expect at the end of the journey, and then if you could share how they can get on board.
1: Yeah, so what I wanted to give were really the tools and the resources that can help to transform your life, but I can't do it for you. And I remember this call I got one time and they were asking me, How did I get through? And I I get that question a lot, how did you get through it? And I'm like, man, I'm still getting through it <laughs> But that's that's kind of the point, right? Is that we're always gonna go through it. So you're not going to see a immediate transformation like you would weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. What you're going what you're going to feel is the strength to continue to endure and that's what I wanted to offer. The habits you know, the mind shift strategies, um, the way that you take care of your body, and, and to help you understand the importance of what you put in your body and how it impacts your emotional and your mental well-being. You know, if we don't understand how all of this is intertwined, then we're already behind the ball. But if at least we get that baseline understanding of why it's important to take care of each area of well-being, and then you're actually practicing it, what I give are the resources and what you have to do is put it into practice. You know, through repetition and and developing and strengthening these different skills. Mindfulness is not something that's just easy for us. You know, I I say actually in the program, Mm. it's an art. It's an art. Mm. And you have to practice it. And you're right, you said earlier, you know, we're consumed with these negative thoughts. For some reason it's our primary, our default is neg- is negativity. <laughs> and of course yeah. I, I can I can go on and on about why I think it's, you know, in the forefront of our mind and where we're getting this and how it's being fed to us from social media and the news and, and even just it's ingrained in ourselves. And and so so the point is is we have to combat that and that takes work. And we need to talk about what works. And so what I'm sharing are things that work for me. You know, the tip, the very first tip that I give in this series is change the channel. And I read it in the uh, Joel Osteen book, You Can and You Will. And he said, when you have a negative thought, treat your mind like a TV and change the channel. And I just taught this and I say this in the series. I taught this to my son the other day because he was telling me that now he's six or seven. And now that he's seven, he can tell me a little more about what he's feeling or things that go on in his head. You know, up to this point, they're kind of like, I don't know, orange sickle, you know. But now he can kind of tell me. And so he explained to me that he was having bad thoughts about his dad dying. And I taught him exactly something that I share in this series. You can change a channel. You can anchor it to a success vibration. You can, you know, think of a gratitude moment. You can uh, think of a confidence checkpoint. Mm. All of these different things that you can reflect on, but you have to keep doing it and doing it over and over because when when you find yourself in um, you know a, a, a moment of defeat or despair or what have you, it's the, it's when you can reflect on what works and bring out that tool and use it so you can get back on your feet. Or if you know that the tool you need to use in that moment is to sit there and cry, at least you're aware of that. And that's why I say self-awareness is so important. You know, these tips and these tools that I'm uh, sharing, they all have to do with that. And self-love, um, just so that people are well-equipped. And, and for six weeks, you're just going to get all these different forms of motivation, inspiration, and habits, and, and spreadsheets, and, and all that good stuff. So, so
0: yeah. I Love it. I I listened to the first video, I believe, on Monday on my way to work, or Tuesday on my way to work, and it was so refreshing. And what I hear you saying, Karen, and for me um, receiving it, is self-love is not automatic. It does not come like breathing. It's not just something that comes. It's something that takes work, and a lot Mm -hmm. of us don't have the tools to really Mm -hmm. heal. You just have to be
1: intentional,
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Mhm. You have to be intentional.
0: So where can we find it? How can people get signed up and where can they find you? I also would like for them for you to share uh what you do. I know they you said the grief consultant, but some of us don't know what that is. so can you share mm-hmm. some of that?
1: Yeah, sure. No problem. Well, you can find um, all of that and more on my website, KarenMilsap.com, and it's Millsap with two L's. Um, but when you go there, you'll see a big yellow button that says Heal Forward Start Today if you're looking specifically for information about the program. But as it pertains to what I do, I, I speak on not only the topic of grief and healing and, and using our pain to um, turn it into to purpose and help others, but I also speak um, in corporate America about the importance of compassion and empathy in the workplace. So it all intertwines because it all goes back to, you know, us being our best selves, um, the best version of ourselves. And uh, whether it's professionally or personally it plays a role you know it plays a part and there are solutions that can help us on both sides so i love what i do you know again my personal ministry just helping grievers is um mm-hmm. it just it makes my heart beat i love it but i love what i do professionally as well because i am seeing a change in corporate america where they realize man, we actually have to care about our people. <laughs> you know, like there's yeah. so many numbers. <laughs> yeah. And so there's been a lot of um, just different conferences and, and organizations that I'll go in and speak to about this. And I love to see that in our culture. I'm I'm loving this shift because it's a much needed shift. So, so yeah.
0: We we love that, Karen, and we love you. And I want you to know that what I have in my mind is a vision and a picture of me at the end of, of Heal Forward. For me personally, how I, know, for our listeners, what could you do if you could shut down some of those haunting thoughts, some of those negative thoughts, some of the things that you were told since you were a child about you that are wrong? What Mm. what if you could shut those thoughts off? And and even some of the, uh, in the grieving, going through the process, not shutting that down, but allowing yourself to grieve, what if you could be whole? and healed and then you could see yourself just like you said it it, like you know working out um this may not happen right away like you can drop 10 pounds in you know a month or two but just like i can see myself after eating right after treating my body good i think treating your soul good for me treating my soul good being better to myself i'm going to be a better mom karen i'm going to be a better wife i'm going to be a better employee (laughs) i'm going to be a better manager And so those are the benefits. And, you know, I think that it helps us take a step closer to our purpose. And the purpose of Good Morning Ladies is really to see women thriving in their God-given purpose. So amazing, amazing, amazing. And I will post all of the links to get to you and to get to Heal Forward on the podcast site. And as always, we always ask our guests to close us out in prayer. Karen, would you do us the honor?
1: Absolutely. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for Candy and um, this platform that she's using to help touch so many lives. I just ask that you continue to bless her and give her guidance and wisdom as she journeys with you. And I ask that you bless all of the listeners because there's a reason why they're listening to this message. There's a reason why the the timing aligns, and, and we don't need to know why, but you know why. And so I ask that whatever you are moving in their hearts and in their minds, however this impacted their life, that now you also give them the courage and that you give them the, the, the protection that they need to make the next step, to, to take the next step in their healing journey. And however that looks, we know that you have it all designed for our good. That's a promise. And so we thank you for all the blessings that are known and unknown. We thank you for already putting a a light into the path on where we're supposed to go and what we're supposed to do, Lord. And I thank all the listeners for being here and being open-minded and having an open heart. And I hope that they receive that self-love and self-care is also honoring you. Because when they take care of themselves, they are taking care of their temple, which is also what we dedicate to you, Father. So thank you. We praise your name in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 To our, all of my listeners, thank you, thank you for joining us. And Karen, you can come back anytime, girl. <laughs> you <can come> back. <laughs> thank anything, you. <laughs> anything you have, we want to want to hear what's going on, and and we're gonna we're praying for success, um, not necessarily in the way the world sees it as you know. We would love for this to blow up and for everyone to get on board. But the life change is, I think, the success. And I can't wait for me to see the new me at the end of this. So I would encourage all of you to check out the links on the podcast page. I'll be posting it on Instagram and Facebook. And it's Heal Forward. Karen Millsap, thank you for being my guest today. Thank you,
1: Candy. Thank you for having me again.
0: (laughs) No problem. To all of our listeners, thank you for joining today. And join us next time because we've got a lot to talk about this month on Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan, And it is the ultimate guide. Loving you. Bye-bye, everyone.